0: Hello, and welcome to episode number six of Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm your host, Jonathan Simeone. I want to begin with some good news. Jonathan's Verdicts has now officially been accepted into the TuneIn Radio podcast directory. Jonathan's Verdicts is now available through iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn. There is a subscription page on jonathansimeone.com that contains a number of options that you can use to subscribe to the podcast. The title of this episode is Discussing Kate's Law. The verdict for this episode is Kate's Law is a Bad Idea. More information about the topics discussed in this podcast can be found on its show notes page at jonathansimeone.com. For those who don't know, Kate Steinlow was walking on a pier in San Francisco when she was shot in the back. She ultimately died from her wounds. Her murderer is a man who had been deported from the U.S. five times and whom has a criminal record responding to the tragedy and supported by miss steinles family republicans in congress have introduced kate's law a few days ago kate's law passed the house of representatives and is now being considered by the senate under the terms of kate's law someone who gets deported from the united states and gets arrested trying to re-enter the United States, faces a mandatory minimum prison sentence. The length of the sentence depends on a number of factors that go beyond the scope of this podcast. The reason that Kate's Law is a bad idea is that mandatory minimum prison sentences simply don't work. They result in sending millions of low-level non-dangerous people to prison for very long periods of time. That swells the prison population and costs taxpayers billions of dollars. To illustrate this point, I'm going to discuss another highly publicized example of politicians overreacting to a tragedy and creating a law that had devastating effects. The law I'm going to discuss is the Anti Drug Abuse Act of 1986. On June 17, 1986, University of Maryland basketball star Len Bias was taken second in the NBA draft by the world champion Boston Celtics. On June 19, 1986. Len Bias died. In the immediate aftermath of his death, rumors swirled that Bias had been smoking crack cocaine. On June 25, 1986, the official autopsy report said Bias died from snorting powdered cocaine. The horse, however, had already left the barn Congress was going to act. On October 27, 1986, President Reagan signed into law the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986. Under the terms of the bill, the so-called 100 to 1 ratio was created. This meant that a person caught with 50 grams of crack cocaine, faced a mandatory minimum prison sentence of 10 years. In order to trigger the 10-year mandatory minimum prison sentence, someone using powdered cocaine had to be caught with 5,000 grams. Now I want to discuss the effects of the ill-fated law. In 1985, there were roughly 35,000 people in the federal prison system. Of those, about 9,500, roughly 27%, were in prison on drug related offenses. In 2016, there were roughly 195,000 people in the federal prison system. Of those, more than 85,000, or more than 43%, were in prison on drug charges. Three-quarters of those prisoners doing time in the federal system because of drug charges were black or Hispanic All of this means that between 1985 and 2016, the federal prison system grew by nearly five times. The number of people doing time on drug-related offenses was nearly nine times greater in 2016 than it was in 1985 This overwhelming increase in America's federal prison population was followed close behind by a staggering increase in prisoners at the state level as well. For all intents and purposes, America currently leads the world in number of citizens being incarcerated in the Seychelles 799 out of every 100,000 Citizens are incarcerated. The Seychelles has a population of roughly a million, so it is not really a relevant number. In the United States, 666 out of every 100,000 citizens are incarcerated. In Cuba, 510 out of every 100,000 citizens. Are incarcerated In Russia, 430 out of every 100,000 citizens are incarcerated. In Canada, 114 out of every 100,000 citizens are incarcerated. In Germany, 76 out of every 100,000 citizens are incarcerated. In Sweden, 53 out of every 100,000 citizens are incarcerated. Now let's look at the cost of imprisoning all of these people. In 2000, the federal prison budget was $3.7 billion. In 2006, it was nearly $5 billion. In 2016, the federal prison budget was $7.3 billion. This means that in 16 years, the amount of money we spend on our federal prison system has more than doubled. As I hope you can see, history does not bode well when Congress legislates in response to a tragedy. Thank you very much for listening to this edition of Jonathan's Verdicts. I very much appreciate your support. I would love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at Jonathan, underline, That's J-O-N as in Nancy, A-T-H-A-N as in Nancy, underline, евifice. U-F as in Frank, I, Since I have been asked by two people who've listened to previous episodes of Jonathan's Verdicts, I will say that Eufy is my guide dog. You can learn more about Eufy on a blog post I've written called Introducing Eufy. The blog post is available on my website, jonathansimeone.com. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll be back soon with another edition of Jonathan's Verdicts.